We took a day off in the southwest to go to the Grand Canyon on tour like, uh, two years ago. And you have to pay an entrance fee to get into the Grand mm-hmm. Canyon. It's 25 bucks, and it's basically just so you could park your car right. on the premise. It's like going to a Sox game. Sure. Yeah. It's Car Con Carne. Let's eat in the car. It's Car Con Carne. And now here's the star of our show. James Van Alstom. And today we're at Wolfie's. On Peterson. It's a Northside Classic. I'm here with Miss Alex White from White Mystery. Greetings. Uh, your brother was going to join us, but he was sleeping in. That's right. It, it does seem like you, you are a package deal in band and public and everything. That's the term we use is package deal. It's true, though. I mean, you're everywhere. And i got to say, the thing about White Mystery, it seems like the joke's on us. Like, you are just having fun. Like, the fact that it happens to be in a band, it's a, it's a nice thing. But really, the two of you are just having a blast. And we're just lucky to watch and play along. It's cool. It's it's fun taking everybody on this ride, on this kind of imaginative adventure that we have, letting people in on our inside jokes that become records with the soundtrack <laughs> of rock and roll. Well, and that's the thing. Because you are siblings, the song content isn't about sex and right. romance. I mean, we're we're just getting insight into... The family there, into the DNA. Yeah. You know, yesterday when we were playing this festival in Ohio, it was the Nelsonville Music Fest. Courtney Barnett, Charles Bradley, Randy Newman was playing. Amazing. Super cool. Go up there and say, all right, everybody, we don't have any songs about love. One, two, three, (laughs) four. You know, we, we, we write concept albums. So Double Dragon Mm -hmm. is this tale of these two... You know, one red dragon dragon from the center of the earth and this green serpent from the sea. It's more like fantasy. Yeah, if you like The Hobbit, you're going to love White Mystery. <laughs> uh, and so, Red Wolfies, this is your hood, right? You grew up on the north side. Yeah. Like, your whole life has been spent, like, right around here. Born and raised. I just turned 31 years old. We're on the north side of Chicago. People have different names for this neighborhood. The technical name is Arcadia Terrace. I had no idea. Um, we're bordered by Albany Park on the west side in Saganash. We've got True Rogers Park up north. Some people mm-hmm. call this West Rogers Park. It's another name for this area. Edgewater to the east mm-hmm. and uptown and Lincoln Square, um, just a little bit south of us. How much has this area, how much has Chicago informed the music you write and create? In White Mystery, or even as Miss Alex White. Sure. Well, you know, when you show up in the south of France to play a show and you're talking like this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the Chicago really comes out mm-hmm. and you don't realize it until your your hosts or the show promoter points it out. But, you know, one thing that we talk about is um, how influential the pace and the rhythm of this city informs White Mystery music. So, like, you know, the the train is on the ground in these parts. Mm-hmm. So you hear, you know, like the the brown line at mm-hmm. Rockwell. Um, of course, we've got the traffic. You know, right now we're, we're right off the street. This is a major thoroughfare that takes people from Lakeshore Drive to 1994. Mm-hmm. The honking. The oh, I got honked at. I almost died pulling into Wolfie's oh, parking God. lot. It was a little harrowing. Sorry, go ahead. Well, this is actually a really hard place to cross the street. It is. 
Yeah, <laughs> oh, yes. it is. You know, so the, the other thing that's interesting about this area is that we're under a flight path to O'Hare. Sometimes you're talking to your neighbor and you have to stop to let the airplane go overhead. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just... And that's just like a weird din. I can't even like mimic that sound right now because it's just, it's a lot of chaos, I guess. Around it is. Here. And you can see them, this area, you're right. You can see them stacked up, lined up, stretching way out into Lake Michigan or over Lake Michigan. Yeah. It's crazy. This area is definitely, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And you, you hear that in the kind of like thrash, loud, bombastic sound of the White Mystery records, which come out annually. Yep. It's a proud tradition. Yep. Every April 20th. Like Arbor Day, Flag Day, White Mystery, April 20th, 420. Uh, The most recent album uh, is out. Obviously, um, Best Friend is a favorite. I like like Alien Vision Bomb. And uh, Francis has a nice turn on uh, Sweet Relief. Yes. We miss miss Francis today. Love to talk to him about that one. And you know, just to interject, Sweet Relief, this song that you just mentioned... On the new album, Out of Control, mm-hmm. which just came out April 20th, 2016. It's technically our sixth album. People have all these different numbers that they've assigned to what number album this is. Because we put out a feature-length film last year sure. that had a soundtrack, etc. But Sweet Relief, we are still in awe that the Carson Daly Show on NBC aired that song. That's amazing. That is so cool. It's, it's You're a, at the Troubadour, right? Yeah, the Troubadour in L.A. It's a legendary venue. Oh, my God. Where the doors, Janice, Cheech and Chong got discovered there. You know, name somebody. Harry Nilsson got kicked out of there, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. That's where we shot um, two episodes of the Carson Daly Show, which was our late night network television debut. And for two little redheads from the north side of Chicago who don't have a PR person, manager, or booking agent, that was a really big triumph for us. I bet. I bet that was a thrill to get that call. Yeah, it was cool. So, uh, speaking of that, you do do you do do everything DIY. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like a lot, but it almost seems like the right model for a musician in 2016. I mean, I, I'm sure at times you're overwhelmed and you think, oh my God, I don't, I don't have enough minutes in the day to figure this out. But DIY suits white mystery. Yeah, it works really well. And it started off where, you know, and this is for any musician or or band listening to this right now. You know, you, you start off and you're like, where's our audience? Where are all the people who care? And you start to, you know, accumulate fans and friends and your pals and your cousins come to your show. And you start, you know, the, the beginning of one of those snowballs that start, or a Katamari which is like a Japanese game where you accumulate um, objects and this ball becomes larger and larger as it rolls. And at first we were kind of like, why doesn't anybody want to be our booking agent? Why doesn't anybody want to be our manager? And then a couple of people would step forward and it just clearly wasn't the right fit. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're talking with somebody and you're just like this. In my gut, I know that this is not the right partnership you want to connect with people who are on the same page with your mission yes and all these things and it it was just kind of like man all of our friends all these other bands are getting picked up they're on letterman we just played a basement with them a couple (laughs) months ago and here they are like what are we doing wrong and what we realized now that we've been a band for eight years is that we just had to do it our way and that 
that path was going to look different from other people's. Well, and trusting your gut is a hard thing to do. And it was frustrating at times. Sure. And that's the thing is like there were points where, you know, when Francis and I started this band on April 20th, 2008, we said, we're going to do this for 10 years, no matter what. And I'm really thankful that we made that commitment because there were times where we were just really, really rock bottom, you know, where you're playing, you just drove through like a tornado to get to Norman, Oklahoma, you show up and there's like three people there. And you're like, what are we doing? What are we doing with our lives? But we realized that in creating this goal and this commitment to each other, that we pushed through those times and that there are rewards at the end of it. For sure. But there's also, you know, you have to enjoy the journey. So, like, even if Norman was empty, those three people who were there might be the three coolest people in Norman, Oklahoma. I'm a big believer in, in the adage that, Everyone in the audience has an audience. So, yes, if there are three people in the crowd, if you rock the bejesus out of them, they'll let their friends know. And, yeah, it's it's a little different from playing to a room of 1,000. Mm -hmm. But those three people could be wildly influential, and you just don't know. Yeah. And, you know, now we're at a point where we, you know, played with Sir Richard Branson on that parade On the streets of Chicago, like on Wabash. You know, for thousands of people. That was surreal, by the way. That was absolutely surreal. And when we got the phone call... Asking us to do it. I had told you earlier, we pretty much say yes to everything within Which is why you're sitting in my car in front of Wolfie's. Right. We're sitting in your car. (laughs) This is a mobile podcast radio station. I'm cracking up if anybody saw us, which I'm sure people inside this hot dog stand are wondering what is going on in here. Uh Um, But, you know, having that willingness to try new things and being in charge of our own destiny. Um, has really opened us up to some really almost like miraculous opportunities, like, you know, playing on that speeding train for that Sundance film, uh, Station to Station, where we're playing on a speeding train, literally. Um, you know, the only mode of transportation that we have not played yet is an airplane, and I'm looking forward to oh, that. Oh, you can get that done. Yeah. Come on, you can get that done. Just By call the way, up I, Branson. Can't, I can't get the temperature right in this car. <laughs> I keep messing with the AC. I don't want it to be I'm difficult. comfortable. All right. I'm fine. It's a little chilly in here, but it can get warm really quick, so I just, you, your comfort's a priority, I'm fine. Alex. All right. I'm fine. Uh, so, <laughs> speaking of the Richard, Br- Richard Branson thing, yeah. that's online, mm-hmm. um, as are a lot of your videos and performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you ever wonder what it's like to see... A brother and sister dance in a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> up, up in this area, up on the north side. That's I was the, wondering where that was. That's the Bohemian National yes, Cemetery. Yes, of course. The, the very well-regarded yes. and well-known. Where now the Empty Bottle has shows there. Is that true? Yeah. That's amazing. We shot that video like seven years ago. So right when you started. Yeah. Now, I, I'm. it's impressive that we're here together, that I actually have time with you. Yeah. Because White Mystery does a superhuman amount of gigs. You're always on the road. Mm-hmm. Like if you had to put a number on it, out of the 365 days a year, mm-hmm. how many of those are spent touring? Uh, there's a period of time where it was 250. Jesus. Um, but that was shows. So there's travel days. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so there was definitely a point where we were probably on the road 300 days a year. This is when it helps to have a sibling as a partner. Right. And we have fun. We have a great time. There's times where we'll like squabble over ridiculous topics and we'll look at the clock and be like, wow, we just blew through an hour. Not bad. You know, time goes really quickly when you're just like, 
ping pong fighting with each other over goofy stuff, really goofy stuff. But that's the thing. We're brother and sister, so we're able to, you know, it's, soldier through that. I'd imagine it'd be much harder if it was you touring with a drummer who you met through a friend. Oh, this guy is good. You should okay. totally be in a band together. And then suddenly you're you know, driving through rural Kansas at, at each other's nerves. Just you get your brother, and he gets you. And I already had that experience many times over. I've been in many bands. Yeah, you know who have also toured internationally. Uh, Miss Alex White in the Red Orchestra. We were on mm-hmm. in the Red, like the OCs and the Black Lips and King Con and Barbecue. I was in a band called the Hot Machines that did um, songs for a skate video. This like really legendary uh, foundation skateboards video called That's Life. And I've had, you know, all of these different experiences, but definitely the one with Francis is, is my favorite. Not, you know, not to, to play favorites, but when it's just you and your brother and you're on a bullet train in Japan going from show to show and you can just look at each other and say, dude, we've, we've played a lot of shows and done a lot of work to get to this point. You know, I love you. That's amazing. Yeah. So I will say, you know, you're from this area. We're at Wolfie's. We walked in there. They know you. Yeah. I mean, you. This this is your place. Yeah. I mean, they they knew what your order was. Chicago style dog. Yep. Yep. French fries and a Dr Pepper. I love Dr Pepper. Me too. How often would you say you come here? Gosh, when I'm in town, it's a really good hangover cure. So I definitely <laughs> come on. You know, today is a Saturday, and we we typically go on Saturdays because of whatever we did Friday night. A Chicago-style hot dog <laughs> is like a big Tylenol, a big meaty Tylenol. Well, and the hot dogs here are really good. And the beauty of a Chicago-style hot dog, to me, it's it's the flavor combination because you get the sweet with the pickles and the mm-hmm. relish, the spicy with the sport peppers. You mm-hmm. get the crunch of the pickles, the softness of the bun. It's like it's a sensory delight. Yes, and it's something that we really miss when we're on the road. I bet. You the, know? Chicago's it for that. Yeah. And there's some places that say, we have Chicago-style hot dogs. And you get it and you're like, the tomatoes are, you know, they cubed them. They should be slices. They got the onions, you know, where they, they kind of sliced them into more like a like a long thing. Mm-hmm. And those are supposed to be cubed. And the relish is dark green. Where's the celery salt? And it's just totally wrong. You know, you go to Seattle and they have street meat that you can get mm-hmm. after a show. And they put cream cheese on nope. it. That gets like hot and like like hot cream cheese on a hot dog. So sure enough, when we get back to Chicago, we hightail it to Wolfie's. It's cheap. They're nice people. Um, we really appreciate that they recognize us here. I mean, I've been. It'd going... be hard for you and your brother to travel incognito. By the way, dude, you would laugh. Uh, our favorite story is when we took a day off in the Southwest to go to the Grand Canyon. On tour, like, uh, two years ago, and you have to pay an entrance fee to get into the Grand mm-hmm. Canyon. It's twenty five bucks, and it's basically just so you could park your car right. on the premise. It's like going to a Sox game. Sure, yeah. and you know, there's something that's like almost like a little toll booth where you go to pay, and there's usually like a you know good line of cars waiting to entering enter the Grand Canyon, and we get up. And the park ranger who, you know, like from Yogi the Bear has the hat and the uniform, we're handing him the money and he says, are you guys white mystery? Stop it. And we're like, yeah. How did you know that? And he was like, 
oh, I saw you guys play Total Fest in Missoula, Montana, like five years ago, and we're like, wow. That's so cool. And that's the kind of thing where you tell your dad that, and he's like, all right, all right, you guys made it. That's cool. The Grand Canyon guy recognized you. We were in Atlanta, Georgia, getting breakfast at this really busy restaurant. And we look like hell, you know, because we're on tour. You yeah, smell, yeah. your hair looks terrible, <laughs> you're not wearing makeup yet for me, that kind of thing. We're sitting down, we're eating, and this lady comes up to us and she says, Are you guys white mystery? And we're like, Yeah, we just played last night. Um, you know, in in Atlanta, Georgia, it was really fun. She was like, my kids recognize you. And she points to her five-year-old daughter no way. and her seven-year-old. And they're, and they're so shy. You know, they're like, sure. oh, God. But I guess they love the birthday video, the one that oh you gosh. referenced. And I was like, how did a five-year-old Seriously. randomly recognize us out of context? We don't live in Atlanta. We live in Chicago, Illinois. And she sees us at a busy restaurant and somehow makes the connection that that's us? I see people I went to high school with in Chicago, and I don't recognize them because yeah. it, it's not that frame of reference, exactly what you're describing. Totally out of context. Like at a, It would be one thing if it's like we're at a club, they know that we're playing, yeah. they bring their kids there to say hi, whatever. This was just so random. And that's when you realize, okay, we may not be the Red Hot Chili Peppers headlining Lollapalooza, but we are making impacts on people's lives around the world. It's a great feeling. And um, you have to take that seriously in the way that you represent yourself mm -hmm. and the way that you communicate with your audience. And you have to be respectful of them because they're all thinking people. Right. Very well said. Yeah. All right. So you brought a, a white mystery mystery yeah. package into the car. Um, Rubber banded so you could open it easily. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. Uh, let's see what's inside. Yeah. Are there airheads in here? Oh, there's uh, the only airhead is sitting in your passenger seat uh, right now. Ooh, ooh, the, out of control. Yeah, the poster inside. Poster the CD, inside the new CD. A tie-dyed white mystery T-shirt. This is amazing. Yeah, and final. Yeah, double that's Dragon. our double album. Oh my god, you it are amazing, up. Alex. Oh my god, yeah. you are amazing. Oh, this is so super cool. Yeah, there's a big like kind of classic gatefold. In the double dragon, double record, it's color vinyl, it's marbleized. Who did this painting? Uh, a woman named Kiki painted the gatefold of double dragon. She's from uh, the Netherlands, where we have played many times. I love it. It looks like a, a Brian Stelfreeze Freeze comic book cover. This is amazing. Oh, cool! Yeah, and we, my brother, who's such a big fantasy um, nerd, loves Frank Frazetta, and it oh, definitely yeah. has kind of like that conqueror feel to My it. My fantasy is to get like a 1970s panel van with like a Frazetta warrior on the side with like a, a big broadsword. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like a wizard riding a dragon. And a woman in chainmail. Totally. Yeah, that, that's my fantasy. So me and your brother. I, I miss Francis today. And you know, the, the cover of Out of Control, which you also have this more recent album, also kind of has, it's more cartoonish. Our theme, you know, we have these different themes. Mm -hmm. And actually, looking at these together, they really relate. Yeah, the, the colors, the everything. You know, mm -hmm. um, our theme for this one was clown dogs. So there's actually a big menacing clown face in the background. Yes, there is. But this is almost like a Frazetta feel, mm -hmm. you know, where Francis has a sword cartooned in. And we're actually, this was shot at a junkyard on the south side. Are, they, are those lead pipes? You're, you're... Those are pipes, yeah. 
And um, but you know, a lot of times in a Frazetta painting, the woman is kind of cowering. Oh yeah. You know, beneath the man kind of thing. And we definitely have a sort of equality as being an important thing in white mystery. I love Yay! this. I love this shirt. This Isn't is fabulous. Cool? It's like your summer shirt. You're you know? amazing. Thank you. Enjoy. You are amazing. Yeah. I get I get keepsake souvenirs. Yeah. Well, I'm really thankful that you asked me to be a part of your your munchy podcast. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for dining with me. It, so, looking ahead at 2016, we're recording this mm-hmm. at the very beginning of June. The year's not even halfway over. Yeah. What does the rest of the year look like for you? Well, our really big um, tour for this album is coming up. You're going to see a lot of white mystery and. August, September, and October, mm-hmm. around the country. Um, we're playing with Pentagram. That the old, sweet. Yeah. On Labor Day weekend, along with Shannon the Clams, in an abandoned zoo in upstate New York. That's kind of cool. It's called Meltasia. Um, so that's exciting. June 12th, we organize an annual rock and roll market in Logan Square, where we have like the coolest guitar pedal makers leather people um just cool vendors get together in logan square that's going to be next sunday amazing free it's all ages so that's kind of a cool thing thursday is really cool because we're a part of the chicago loop alliance activation series where we're playing in an alley um on 24 east monroe oh and the really i guess maybe the most exciting thing for me this summer is that i'm creating the soundtrack for all of State Street, Lollapalooza weekend, um, there's this thing called Lightscapes through yeah, the yeah. Chicago Loop Alliance. And there's these little speakers and they pump out music. I was and, always wondering who programmed that. Yeah, so I'm doing the summer one. That's amazing. Yeah. And, of course, it's going to be very heavy on the white mystery <laughs> music. But I'm also reaching out to the Intonation Workshop, all the kiddos. I love that. On the south side because they record... And with everything that's happening in our city in terms of the violence and the sort of unrest, I really am hoping that we can use music as a tool to improve people's lives and bring hope to people and especially young people because they're our future, obviously. And, you know, when they hear their music being pumped out on on State Street... For 80,000 people a day who yeah, hear it. I can't imagine, yeah. You know, like, I, I hope that they they get the encouragement that many people gave me as a child to be creative and express myself. So I hope that this is a really great summer for everybody listening and everybody in the city of Chicago. Amazing. All right, so to keep up with White, White Mystery, the websites and social media accounts are? WhiteMystery.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. It's White Mystery Band. Find us, say hi, tell us that James sent you. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, come see us at a show. We play a lot of cool free shows. You know, we try to make ourselves accessible to people. Uh, Just go to whitemystery.com and you'll you'll learn everything White Mystery and see all these crazy videos that we've done. And we blog often. Blog early, blog often. So yeah, you definitely keep busy, Alex. Thank you so much for jumping thank in you. the car. And uh, if you if you're listening, you think, hey, this is this podcast is a okay. Uh, you can visit Carcon Carne at carconcarne.com on Twitter at Carcon Carne, and Carcon Carne is part of the newly launched Yak Channel, Y A K Channel. 
podcast network, a, a network of podcasts that includes JBTV, mm. uh, Revealing with Michelle L'Amour, also Beyond the Boards, which is a storefront theater podcast, and The Amy Guth Show. So check that out, too. Thank you so much for listening. Yay.